Good evening and welcome to tonight's broadcast. We got something very special planned for you. It's not, we're not here all night. That was not the intention here, but I, I wanted to share something incredibly special and fun with all of you out there. And then uh, we're going to also bring out the, the, the mad mind behind said creation. Um, and I'm just, I'm so pleased to have him on a broadcast. And I was just telling him, I was saying, Hey, you got to come back for a longer broadcast. We'll figure it out. Something we'll, 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 we'll figure out a show and we're going to have, we're going to have our good friend. Char so I've mentioned before, I might've mentioned before my friend, Charlie Fitz, Charlie and I, we go way back and we'll get into that in a second. Well, Charlie did one of the sweetest things. Us Jews, we have a term for a guy like Charlie. We call him a mensch. You know what a mensch is? A sweetheart. Someone who just, does really thoughtful things for other people. And Charlie just randomly surprised me. Charlie and I, we go back years, years and years and years, almost like I want to say 15 years at this point, maybe longer. Charlie out of the blue sent me a package, a care package in the mail. I had no idea he was going to do this. It's not the first time that he has, uh, 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 hooked me up with some of his incredible creations, but he, he, I didn't know, I didn't know he was going to do this. And I'll tell you something. And here's the honest truth. And this is the main message I want to send, uh, about stuff like this. You know, I was having, I didn't say this to Charlie when I spoke to him on the phone, I was having a rough day that day. I was not feeling very good. I was, I was just, I was, uh, I was feeling kind of raw, rough about a couple of things. And when I got a surprise package, unexpectedly in the mail it was just such a what it just cheered me up it, it it really brought up my spirits it just goes to show the power of doing something nice for someone else unexpectedly with you know no sort of you know whatever and i just wanted to highlight and we another word cavell we cavell which means to uh just speak high praises of and he sent me this, this box full of stuff. And I have Charlie here. He's waiting in the green screen. He can hear everything I'm saying right now. Uh, green, green room and whatnot. Um, I, I don't really, let's, let's just bring him out. Let's bring him out and we'll say hello. And then we'll get, we'll get into the box. Okay. Uh, this is my, my good friend, Charlie Fitz. He calls me Jeff Fitz and uh, we've been fit, fitzing it for a long time. Hey buddy. How are you? Very kind words, Jeff. Hey, well, does well-deserved words. I mean, I, I can't, they don't even begin to describe the mensch that is Charlie Fitz right here. How you doing tonight, Charlie? Good, good. How you been? Uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm really good. I, uh, you know, I wanted to do this uh, around Halloween and it was just, I, I just had so many videos going on. I was like, I got out. So I've literally kept everything in the box apart from just taking a photo of the, the smaller boxes because I wanted to do this. I wanted to a. I wanted to raise some awareness to anybody who watches this channel about all the awesome things that you create and B wanted to do it live on the air. I'm going to be pseudo surprised, but not all the way surprised, which is, you know, half and half, but that's okay. That's okay. You have um, more, more uh, self containment than I do. Cause I probably just, I don't know. I have to rip everything open. So I applaud you for being able to wait. It, uh, it, it's well worth the wait and, you know, uh, it's just, sometimes you just gotta have, gotta have that, uh, self-restraint is tough. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Charlie, do you remember where we met? Well, it was at the music box, but then uh, later that night, it was the Congress Theater outside. And, you know, uh, you have a better memory than I do because this what Charlie and I met in 2008. So it's actually about 14 mm -hmm. years. Yeah. And going on 14. 15 years. And he's right. I was wrong. I was going to say the wrong thing. I was going to say we met behind Congress Theater, but that's not true. We actually met uh, a few hours earlier at the music box. Mm hmm. And uh, there was the music box massacre was happening. We were both hanging out, hanging around there. And then he was like, I think maybe one of us mentioned that we were going to go see Danzig. And the other one, the other <laughs> one was like, yeah, like me too. And that was like, we were like, what? And then we were all, we were waiting. What I remember very clearly is that we were all hanging out uh, behind the Congress theater, which is what you did. When when Danzig or Iggy Pop or whoever, whatever band was rolling into town, you waited behind the Congress because you might be able to either get up backstage or get on the bus or or get some stuff signed. And so I was there. You were there. And a third guy was there. Oh, uh, maybe Peter. Or no, was, it was it Bob? Bob Fitz. It was Bob. It was Bob. It was Bob. It was Bob O'Rourke. And that was the night the three of us met. And, you know, not like we hung out all the time, like the three of us. I think you and I, you and I hung up, hung out way more. But whenever something Danzig related or whatever, something was going down, like the three of us were would always either cross paths or and and that really culminated in 2016 when we saw the original Misfits together. Grant in uh, what Douglas Park, yeah, yeah, in right. Douglas so, Park in front of it was eighty thousand something people. I biggest think attendance was. up to that point, yeah, yeah, eighty four thousand people. I think. I mean, mm -hmm. which is whew, all all there to see the missus, and we've talked about that legendary show at great lengths on this channel, and um, and and yeah, so Charlie was there, and our friend Bob was there. So we go, we go way back. I used to live in Chicago. Which is how I met Charlie. Obviously, Charlie lives in Chicago. Charlie and I saw the Misfits twice together. Charlie came to uh, New Jersey, and we saw yep. that show as well. And um, you know, somewhere along the line, Charlie, who's always had uh, artistic inclination, um, just one day, you just started. You well, it, it, tell tell me just a little bit about this. You start the House of Wolfman. Mm -hmm. uh, which is which is Charlie's Eatsy shop, and you can see the link right there, right here. Go visit it. It's also there's a clickable link down in the description. Go check out his shop and all of his marvelous creations that we're going to unravel. How did that really all begin for you, Charlie? Tell me about oh, that man. process. That was, uh, you know, you mentioned the the massacre thing where we both met. The, we go, we got a mutual friend who runs that, and um, I would start like selling those uh things at at his shows and be set up at the table the merch table and then uh i don't know i was just doing that specifically at those shows and not really making a career out of it and then um i don't know the etsy thing started to pick up for people so i thought oh well give this a shot and i've been doing that for about five six years i think so um yeah and then doing conventions too on the side so just trying to do like these in-person events along with the online market. So yeah, just finding that balance, I guess. I Charlie um, 
one of my favorite things about Charlie, besides him just being an awesome dude, is that he is an incredibly humble and incredibly, he's an incredibly humble person who is totally downplaying what I think, what mm -hmm. I have witnessed from the sidelines all the way here in New York. Here's what I saw from my POV of what Charlie just said. Charlie, lo Charlie loves to, to make, he's, he's good. He's really good at sculpting shit. He sculpts, he's really into horror movies and all sorts of stuff. And he sculpts things that he loves. And I remember that you would make these figurines and you would give them to people that you really admired, like, you know, guys in the Danzig crew or whatever, like, just sure, like sure. you were giving, you were giving these things out and, and they were cherished. I mean, I saw, I saw these things, uh, uh, for sure, I definitely re recall seeing the one that you did for Steve Zing in his house, and um, you know, was like, that the unholy just, passion woman? I don't remember. It? I don't remember which one, but I remember I was like, "Oh my god, that's my friend Charlie's thing." I think this was at his old place. Point oh. being is that what started off as like, "Hey, I'm crafting these things for people that I really admire and respect," and finding a way to turn it into a business and what i love about your story or my perception of your story is that you took something that you really excelled at and manifested it into something that has turned into a sustainable business for you mm -hmm. and where you're doing yet yeah, you're doing conventions and you have tables and um the the sculptures you do are so uh, they they have like a flavor, a brand where, and I feel like people, they just want, they need to have that, like in the same way that, what are those, the Funkos, you know how people Funko are like, Pops, yeah. yeah, people like love like the Funko brand, like what it looks like. And they're like, oh, I need to have this because it's the Funko thing. I feel like, I feel like it's the same with your, your, oh, I hope so. Take. Yeah. I, I definitely think so. Your take on on whatever creature you're crafting and you've done, I mean, Charlie's done everything. He's done, uh, rock bands. He's done, uh, horror movies that he really loves. He does monster serial characters as we're about mm -hmm. to see in two seconds. And, um, and, and tell me about, here's another thing. Cause I was, you know, I crashed with Charlie a few years ago and I kind of saw some of his workshop at the time. Tell me a little bit about how you had to, sort you started to have to like upscale because these things the things that charlie makes he's making these things by hand he doesn't send them to a factory he's not 3d printed anything he is making each piece by hand he is hand painting them it's a combination of sculpting and like model kit stuff mm -hmm. exactly right? yeah yeah the mold making the uh the resin right. pouring yeah totally model kit What's up, Steve? Uh, Dan, by the way, Dan just said, hold on, what did Dan say? Dan says, I have a bunch of Charlie's figures. They're so fun, and they have really evolved in craftsmanship. Oh, Great that must be Dan Sheckler. That is. That Dan. is. Hey, Dan, what's up? And Pinstripe Dynasty says, wow, he makes cool shit. I hope to see others restocked on its Etsy in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what made you decide... When did you just go like, hey, I need to like open up a shop here? Man, that was probably um, like around the same time as conventions. And uh, just like having when you have that, uh, you're not going to sell everything at conventions. So you're going to have a lot of leftover stock. And then 
figure that if there's enough people asking about it online, then you just like, you want to have it available. And that's exactly the first time I did it. And it was like showcasing it at, uh, you went to flashback one year. Yeah. I was with so, you. I, I watched uh -huh. your table while you were like setting up and stuff and like, uh, uh, this, that, and the other. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. It was probably my first flashback that I, I started Etsy and then like days after it was over, then I just, you know, opened the Etsy shop and that's how it all came together. It was like working in tandem, I guess. I, you know, that's such a beautiful story to me though. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Hey, I'm going to do this thing by do I do this thing really well, so well, and people like it so much that I'm actually going to rent a table at a convention and do it there or have a, a, a table spot and do it there. And then, oh, I have, I have, uh, I, I'm making, I figured out a way to make these things like in mass. And I wonder if the overstock is going to sell. And not only mm -hmm. does the overstock sell, I actually have, let's take a look at the shop right here. We have the shop open. I'm just going to show you. Look at, Char I mean, Charlie has full five star rating on almost 3000 sales. If that just doesn't show you what independent DIY entrepreneurial ship looks like to me, it's literally one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Look here, here's a phantom he's done. Oh, Eric, sorry. It's Eric, right? Eric, the phantom. He has fluffy from creep show. Um, here's Belial from basket case. He's got the uh, silver shamrock box set and, and, you at some at a certain point you took it up here's frankenstein at a certain point you took it up to another level where you started packaging we're going to see some of that packaging in a minute you started packaging these 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 monstrosities it's like you keep trying to take the production up to the to another level tell me a little bit about that where where that comes from well you've probably seen the ones that are sealed in a bag with a little uh uh card on them right Yes, of course. So that's like what most people do. And that's that comes from this, uh, like how the Japanese companies package their toys. Usually like a Godzilla toy will be in a plastic bag with a little uh, uh, card on it. And then a lot of people started going along with that. I copied it. So uh, I don't know. It just it seemed like certain ones you had to make it more protective, I guess, with a box, a box within a box. Right. So it just made sure. more sense. And then when you have like serial characters, it's like, yeah, you want to have miniature serial boxes in a sense. So it, it seemed to work out well that way for those guys. Now, what's really funny is independently of knowing Charlie, I have friends that from all over, literally from all over, from different states people that I know from different states who are just like who either post Charlie's stuff or have like they find out about Charlie in some way, shape or form. And I'm just like, dude, that's my friend Charlie. And it's like, it blows my mind to see it, uh, to see it like explode, man. I mean, it's just really, it's really, really freaking cool. Um, Michelle, hi, Michelle. How are you? She says, I love learning the evolution of Charlie's process. Very cool. Amend, Amend, Amend wants to know, can we do a video about the time Glenn Danzig got beat up by the guys from Death Leopard? Probably not. I don't sure really what happened there. And we have my impersonator. Oh, is that? The, the yeah, just, uh, I don't know. One of the stalker guys doing his thing. Ooh, look at me. Pay attention to me. Ha 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 ha. 
Except no substitutes. I'm the only premise. There is only one. It is me. All right. Let's not hold on. We don't we're, we're kind of we don't have all the time in the world here. We'll have to have Charlie back on. Hold on. We're trying to think if there's one other thing that I that I was thinking of. Hmm. Let's see here. Let's see here. If there was anything else I was trying to remember off the top of my head about Charlie's what Charlie does. No, I guess that's really it. Let's go. Let's take a look at what's in the So Charlie sent me as I said. He sent me he sent me this box full of stuff. And the first thing that he sent, I had to leave them intact. Don't worry. The kids got plenty of Halloween candy. But I knew that these were for the kitties, okay? For the kids. Look at these. He said two little trick-or-treat bags full of candy for, for my children. I mean, what this fucking guy? And you hoarded them. This fucking <laughs> no, I didn't give it to I, I mean, I didn't eat it. I just I wanted to leave it intact so everybody could see what you uh but Charlie, there is a 30% dad tax. This is this is what That's happens. That's true. That's true. You, know, you gotta pay to the toll. I'm teaching the kids about taxes at an early age, Charlie. They got to um, pay their okay. share. So yeah, everybody's got to pay their share, right? So what Charlie does, so Charlie has taken things up to another level. This is how creative Charlie is. Look at this. So it's like, how can I best package my figurines, right? He turns them into little boxes of cereal. Tell me about these stickers. Where did you get these stickers? They are freaking genius. Where did you get these stickers? Those are uh, just plain postcards that I got from Vistaprint. And um, yeah, so I just, I, I think I got like, you have to order the minimum of 50. And then so with each character, I just have them all printed out and cut them and then post them uh, to the box. Mm. And that's really. Absolutely go gorgeous. Gorgeous. Look at these. Dagger Love, shout out to Dagger Love in the comments. Thank you so much for your support, Dagger Love. Dagger Love says, fan character dressed as cheerleader jumping in the air. Ha 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 ha. We all know Charlie, Charlie has Charlie, Charlie's a smart egg. Charlie is a smart egg, Dagger. Uh, Dagger, by the way, Dagger, I hope I can say this on the air. Dagger has a hot tub that has a titanium coat on it that he has proudly that that they have proudly dubbed the DeLorean. It is known as the DeLorean tub, and it's really, really cool. Uh, but thank you, Dagger, for, for the support. Really appreciate it. So we have these right here, Fruit Brute and Frankenberry. Um, no, that is not the real Frumis in the chat. I don't know who that is. That is someone pretending to be me, because I am Frumis, and I am live with you here right now. I don't know who that is, but we're just going to carry on as, as, as is. Yes. Dagger. It is right. It's a time machine. Cause that, cause this dagger was hot like, time it's machine. a time machine, right? The hot tub time machine. So it's like dagger. You, it, if it's titanium, you have to call it the DeLorean. And I just, I think that's great. I, I think that's really, really great. Okay. So we have the blueberry right here. Sorry. I'm getting distracted as, as I do, as I do. Then we have, Count Chocula, of course. I mean, look at this. Look at all the shit he sent me. My God. My God. Um, and then we have Yummy Mummy. Look at these stickers. So he got these done at Vistaprint. And what does that do? Uh, what, like, again, it was obviously it's protective. 
but you were just like, Hey, I'm going to create, I'm going to take this to another level and I'm just going to turn it into an actual cereal box. It's friggin' genius. Um, okay. I did not, I knew that these were in there, but buried under tissue paper, there was, there was more. <laughs> There was more, and I was not aware but of wait, this, and I was shocked. But wait, there's more. I was like, I was like, what is this fucking guy? This fucking guy, and he sent me a letter, which I'm going to read. Uh, can I read this on the air, Charlie? Is this I, sure? I was saving sure. It. I was saving nothing. It. Nothing incriminating. Is that nothing incriminating on here. So look, Charlie sent me this card. Again, I got all of this when I was just having the worst day ever, dude. I mean, it's just so nice. This is what he writes to me. This this fucking guy, man. This fucking guy, Jeffitz, <laughs> hissing you a happy Halloween. Keep on being the rad dude that you are. Get that sour cream ready for November first. And of course, any any Danzig Sam Hain Misfits fan knows that when November is coming, fire sour cream, sour cream, sour cream. Yes. Oh God, that is that is just go that is going in the archive right there. So let's take a look now. Hold on, sorry. Ugh. I feel like this is the home shopping network. And again, check out the Etsy store. Is it Etsy or Etsy? I never pronounced that right. You can um, go either way, probably. Either way. Either way. Check out the store because he's always updating it. I, I know that there is stuff up, updated in there mm -hmm. from time to time. Okay, so first of all, first we have, I'm going to go one, one by one. Ready? Ah, okay. <laughs> look Halloween at that edition. guy look at that guy the halloween edition the 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 and listen all i could say is that that they're uh the reaction figures go eat your fucking heart out look at this motherfucker look at this motherfucker is all i gotta say hi everybody <laughs> hello Da, 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 da. I mean, beautiful, man. Beautiful. Hand-painted. Hand-painted. Absolutely gorgeous. So we have a Crimson Ghost here. Then, remember what um, what Charlie was saying about the bags? How he does the, the bags, which is modeled after the Japanese baggies. Like I said, I didn't know these were in the goddamn thing. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Isn't that gorgeous, man? Horror business style. You got the what does this say? That says, I think that says Flan 9. That's what that is. It doesn't say Plan 9. That says Flan 9. Flan. Yes, Flan 9. Uh, 831. 831 is on the uh, on the little trick-or-treat bag here. My God. So you make the mold. So when you make mm -hmm. a mold, you sculpt the mold, and then you put... Sorry about that. I think I froze up. My bad, Charlie. Can no problem, Charlie. Where did I leave off with you? Hold You're on. You're asking hold on. about the the mold. Yeah. Before we do, Sherm, Sherm, Sherm Smoke always says that from has saved my life. He said this on multiple videos in a variety of different places. Please, 
where, Sherm, where, how and where did I save your life? You said this so many times. Are you ever going to explain how this happened or occurred? I I'm, I want to know. I'm glad your life is okay, but like, wh- how? How? It's, I'm so curious to know. Um, tell so real quick. I know we're crunch for time. Just tell me, how do you exactly make the molds without giving away your proprietary secrets? So after you you um, you sculpt it in clay, you um, right. you you use this uh, two part silicone uh, mix for the mold, and then you got to wait for that to cure. You got to do that twice, so you get both sides. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that fully cured mold, then you could start pouring in the resin and probably make up to like however many you want, up to like two dozen probably. Wow. What now? Why is that? It just wears out after two dozen, and you have to do it again. Yeah, I mean, you could be like really careful and probably get a little bit more, but uh, but yeah, like the, it's those wear and tear. Yeah, and those two I gave you the the crimson ghosts. Um, those are from like two years ago, so those are like wow. long gone. Those are just things that I give out to people I after I got in them. trouble for it, and I just like hoarded them for myself, and they just like trickled down here and there. Do you keep one of each of the things that you make? I hope you do, like that you have them in a collection, right? Most of the time I do, but then sometimes I end up just selling them or letting them go, and um, then I make new ones. And I feel like I could kind of improve on it every few years, so I try to keep upgrading. And uh, yeah, hopefully, I I just I gush, man, because it's like it's like oh, here's my passion. My passion, I'm going to turn into a business. The business is now, it's a byproduct of, of the business is a byproduct of my passion. I've gotten so good at my passion and people love so much what I am doing that I am now actively turned it into a business that's bringing me revenue, but I'm still not satisfied. I want to keep striving to be better and improve on the previous version. I mean, that's beautiful, man. That's what I see when, when, when I just like, I think it's so great. You always keep learning in this in like whatever field you're doing art, like, whatever sculpture painting it's just you can always keep learning and try and get better so that's what i go for didn't i say this dude was a friggin humble dude (laughs) man like i mean just awesome let's open these up before charlie turns into a pumpkin hold on so look he's put some in tissue paper right oh yeah look at this oh is this my new friend i don't have a lot of friends i especially don't have a lot of friends like charlie but I think I have a new friend. Is that Boo? Okay, Mr. I got him over here. Booberry. Can you see him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Thanks for bringing me to life. Um, that it's just gorgeous, man. It is Thank these you. are so gorgeous. I, I love them. I love them. As I said, the aesthetic, man, you've created a a branded aesthetic that that you that that you have cultivated in a way where people are like i need to have the charlie version of that i don't know what you call it the charlie version or the house of wolfman out of the tissue paper comes the yummy mummy baby look at this guy hi yummy mummy hi i think these are going to be my new correspondents on the show and you have to I'm voice gonna, every single one of yeah, them too. Yes, yes. Like I'll be doing a show by myself, and I'll just be like, "What do you think, Yummy Mummy? 
Why, Jeff? I think that's a great idea. You're so brilliant. That is, I think that is, I see that in the future. That is what it could be your field reporters, to too. Yeah. Right. These will be my field reporters. Okay. Up next, we are unboxing the the original, the OG, the man. Fucking count motherfucking chocula, baby. Look at him. One. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't count count. He's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Now, when you carve these, are you're doing them from reference photos? How much of it is reference photo and how much of it is you just like going off the cuff? Or do you take like certain liberties with little little things here and there? I think for these guys, I mostly use the uh the vintage like 1971 uh the boxes and then the uh, those little commercials they used to do those those animated ones and uh, right pretty much stuck with that. Wow, and and that is what what has what has guided you. We got two more to go, and we're gonna we're gonna end the show very very early. Like I said, we we literally we dropped in. I'm so glad Charlie was able to line up his his busy schedule to to be here for this oh the fucking fruit boot baby look at him oh man i mean these are these are incredible and they're they're molded out of clay they're handcrafted but you would almost think you would almost think that it's so weird because it's because they are manufactured but they're manufactured in a handcrafted way. So it's like, they're not, I don't know. I can't describe it. It's like each one feels unique, even though there is a, a, a quality of consistency that goes from one to the next. And that is fucking excellent, dude. I can't, I got it. Now I have to have a display. I have to set up a proper display. My have basement you seen is people's displays? They got like, like glass displays with these lights on each really? uh, level. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's I need, I, I need to get some LEDs. I'm going to take some photos. I, the first time Charlie, which my, my guys, they're sitting right over there. Try. I took some, some, uh, I did, did some light lit photos of, of the things that Charlie sent me and, uh, Oh, I think this is my favorite, actually, of all the ones. Oh, Frankie, fucking Frankie! Oh uh, my God, he is he is beautiful. Oh my God, Frankie, Frankie, you are gorgeous. Look at this guy. Look at this. What do you think, Frank? I think it's really great. Everybody, go to House of Wolfman. <laughs> go to the Etsy. Order one of me. Take me home. You can do it. That reminds Freaking me of amazing, uh, 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 Brad Garrett. I think Brad Garrett would be like the right voice for Frankenberry when they do the the big Universal animated you think movie. That's gonna if they happen. ever get around to it, man. Why haven't they done like a proper cartoon of these guys? It's like you know there was a there was a peanut butter werewolf from the seventies. Did you know there was another one? Another one? Yeah. That was the only cereal. Yeah, it's the only cereal that was not that has not come back in some shape or form. Check out Google at when you get off of here. Google, you got to make a new guy. Google the peanut butter werewolf. He is the 
Yeah, he's the last monster from the monster serials. He was discontinued. He was never brought back. And I'm trying to remember, I think there's a reason why the creature of the Black Lagoon is not, they couldn't do anything. They never made with him. Yeah. Well, that was because I think every other character, if you look at them, uh, you know, Count Chocula, Frankenstein, Boo Berry, all of these creatures are not based on the universal creatures. The mm -hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon is the only creature that was sort of created in the, in that universal sort of uh like not series. based on a novel and and right just being an original yeah right because yeah. if you notice when they do frankenstein and it's not they you have to license the flat top frankenstein and then the bolts on look. the neck yeah that's all copyrighted yeah. that's all copyrighted so when you see frankenstein you'll notice look at the van helsing movie which is really really fun or look at um Look at Robert De Niro. Look at uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which everybody hates, but I secretly love. Um, or Monster Squad at, too. Monster Squad. All of these. All of these things. Although Monster Squad does have a creature, mm -hmm. has an aquatic creature. They could have got away, away with it. that. Yeah. They could have done it. They could have figured out a way to do a creature cereal that was green, and they just were. I think they were lazy. Like and a green sour it. apple or something, you know. Oh my god! Now, like, okay, so two things. One, you should fucking do that. You should just do it. You be the impetus. You create the creature version that people need to add to their collections because it's like it. It just gives it. You know, it's it's like it. It doesn't exist, but what if? But what if? Why not? Um, why not, dude? It's 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 the, it's ripe, waiting for the waiting to be taken, waiting to be taken. Um, it's about eight fifty-seven, which is almost uh, nine o'clock Charlie's time. He's in Chicago, and I want to thank Charlie so much for a these wonderful, thoughtful gifts. Uh, B for being so like creative and inspiring. Like I love his story. I've written about it on my website too. But like I could just endlessly gush about Charlie and what he does, and like because I just think it's just so special and wonderful, and is a a beautiful example of just doing something that you love and being good at it, and getting really good at it, and then finding a way to turn it into a business. And Steve says, "Thank you, Charlie, for sharing your talents." And um, oh, thanks, Steve. I, I just I, I keep I, I just I'm I'm here on the sidelines rooting for you and we'll have you back on the show, Charlie. Um maybe for a top ten with our friend Bob. We'll 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 do something yeah. like uh horror related. Yeah. and you'll come in with your with your top five. We we've been doing these top five lifts. The lists, they're a lot of fun. Um all right, so I'm we're gonna go now because Charlie has to go and I've got stuff I'm gonna get back to. And I just wanted to thank him again. Check out the Itsy shop. Itsy, Itsy, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Itsy Check bitsy. out the shop. Check out the House of Wolfman. The link is in the description. Enough out of me. Charlie, Um, we'll talk, sir. I hope you enjoyed that thing. That Thanks for having I said, me on. We started. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Fucking awesome. Um, And we'll talk. We'll talk, okay? Gladly, man. Glad to catch Peace. up. Hair grease, yes, we will. Peace and hair grease, and we will see you next time. I'm just going to end this. I'm going to end it. Ready? One, two, three. We gone.